One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven bills in Congress regarding cannabis we're going to be discussing. Which one is the best? Hi, I'm Tom Howard, a cannabis lawyer. If you have any questions, you can always Google Cannabis Lawyer and click over to my website, CannabisIndustryLawyer.com, and give me a call. H.R. 420. The States Act, the Reefer Act, SACA, the Careers Act, the Next Step Act, and the Safe Banking Act. Which one do each one of those do? Well, that's why we're here today. We're going to discuss these seven bills, what they do, and which one is the best option for legalizing marijuana. So I updated and I added if this bill will legalize marijuana, if it gives the ability to legalize marijuana to the states, and what's some bonus feature about that particular bill that can tell us more about it. Let's start with H.R. 420. H.R. 420 is known technically as the Marijuana Revenue and Regulation Act. And by that name, you can see that it is about making revenue from marijuana meaning a federal tax resource. Some people don't like that. I prefer to give the taxes on marijuana to the states because they need them more than the federal government. H.R. 420 or the S-420, it's H.R. 1120. H.R. 420 is a nice Google search term, and I think if you search that, you'll find another video that I did about H.R. 420 that goes into much more detail. However, it will legalize marijuana at a federal level, but it will also tax it. Let's move on to the States Act, the Strengthening Tenth Amendment Through Entrusting States Act, aka the States Act. And by its very name, you can see that it's not a full legalization bill as much as it is a giving the authority to the states. And the way that the States Act is actually worded, it makes a, an invalidation of a Controlled Substances Act on a state level, which I believe violates our equal protection rights. By the way, that one, the States Act, was sponsored by Liz Warren. Liz, I thought you knew the Constitution better than that. Let's move on to the Reefer Act. The Reefer Act stands for a term of marijuana, commonly used by jazz musicians decades ago. Oh, uh, what does it actually stand for? Uh, I'll put it in the footer. The Reefer Act is another one of the bills sponsored by uh, Representative Barbara Lee from California. She is actually a co-sponsor on many of these bills, and we support her uh, efforts to legalize marijuana, which is not really what the Reefer Act does. The Reefer Act allows it to go back to the state's control, and I've told you I don't really like when the states have control over it because it creates a hodgepodge of federal law, which makes no sense, and I think it's, it makes the... the, the uh, cannabis laws at the federal level, like more unconstitutional in the sense that they would violate the 14th Amendment off the soapbox. Moving on to the Sensible Enforcement of Cannabis Act, otherwise known as SICA. SICA expands what was previously known as the Robacher Farr Amendment, which is currently known as the Robacher Blumenhauer Amendment, that is inserted every year since 2015 into the federal budget that expressly defunds the Department of Justice from uh, waging war against medical marijuana states. And you see, Congress controls the purse strings. They allocate money that can be spent by the executive, which is where Department of Justice is. 
So every year with the budget, the Robacher-Blumenhauer Amendment has been in there to defund the Department of Justice. William Barr is sitting there now, and he's covering Trump's ass, and that's pretty much his whole job, so I don't think that he's going to come up with cannabis anytime soon. But it defunds the Department of Justice from prosecuting marijuana crimes in states where it is medical marijuana legal and the programs were medical marijuana. They haven't shut down Colorado yet. In theory, there is money in the budget to do that unless SICA passes the Sensible Enforcement of Cannabis Act, and that is an adult use expansion to the Robacher-Farr Amendment. I, uh, where does that come down constitutionality? Uh, constitutionally, uh, I don't believe that it is, it's not worse than the States Act. It's better than that because the law is still on the books. There's just no money for it. And uh, that, it's, it's, you know, it's Diet Coke of legalization. If there's a law in the books, but it's illegal to enforce the law because there's no money to do so, I guess it's legal, you know? And that's what SICA would do, but considering it doesn't do much of a legislative change other than change the defunding, which is already there, to like all adult states or all adult use or just medical marijuana in the state level in general, I find that less unconstitutional than the States Act, which amends the, which amends the Controlled Substances Act depending on what state you're in. That one is clearly a violation of equal protection. How about the Careers Act? That will seek to make it legal on a state level, but only for medical marijuana. The Careers Act was nice, and I'm not sure if it's been introduced. Let's talk about how these bills are introduced to Congress every now and then. But first, if you're enjoying this, Give us a like and then subscribe so that you'll get notification the next time we go live with Cannabis Legalization News, Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Central Time. The Careers Act might not get reintroduced into this Congress because these bills are reintroduced every two years, and most of them never make it out of committee. In fact, every single bill that we've discussed so far has not gone anywhere, and it, and it looks like they won't go nowhere, uh, except... Well, we're going to talk about one more, which is one of my favorites. I'm going to talk about my favorites right now. There's actually one that I forgot to put on here, which I will rectify immediately. All right, so now let's talk about my two favorite legalization bills. The first one, I believe, is already in both houses of Congress. Uh, it's the Marijuana Justice Act of 2019, the MGAA, or the Marijuana, the MJ Act. It's Cory Booker's bill, and it is a complete descheduling which means that you remove cannabis from the Controlled Substances Act, which just totally eradicates the need for something we'll talk about in a bit, the Safe Banking Act, as uh, that, that substance is no longer in the Controlled Substances Act, and so all these other crimes are just gone, and now marijuana is like any other agricultural product in the country, it's just a plant, and you can regulate it appropriately, but it also goes on to create a system for helping with the, uh, the restorative justice aspects. This crime of marijuana over the past 80 years has disproportionately hurt people. And there are people that are currently in prison. For example, cannabis will not be legalized until land explorer is free. There are a lot of people that are sitting in prison right now because of cannabis. Those people would start to get out of prison if the Marijuana Justice Act becomes law, and there would be auto expungement of these records. But that, of course, would take some federal dollars. I believe they could reallocate from the Department of Justice because they aren't going to be you know, prosecuting these guys no more. 
uh, or investigating these guys no more, then that money that is being spent there can go over to maybe it would still be the Department of Justice to help with the auto expungement and then the sealing of these records and seeing if anybody can come up for parole because when they are in these prosecution to the fullest extent of the law, remember, you are going to have as many crimes against the defendant as you can and stack them. And some of those crimes included marijuana crimes. And so if uh, the, the Marijuana Justice Act passes, that would be the best. I don't see that happening. Maybe uh, it, after Cory Booker becomes president or if, a Democrat becomes president and the Cory Booker bill passes, perhaps then. We're going to next talk about another Democratic Congress, another Democratic senator's uh, platform for legalizing marijuana, very similar to the MJ Act. It's Bernie Sanders' Next Step Act. Uh, it's Bernie Sanders. Cory Booker looks like he's on it too. Very similar to the Marijuana Justice Act. And now that I'm looking at it, I'm going to have to check the Next Step Act to make sure that Bernie Sanders is actually there. Cory Booker says that he also sponsored it. I bet now... He's only going to be sponsoring the Marijuana Justice Act. You know, when you sponsor all these other bills, it's generally saying that you want to change the uh, cannabis and the marijuana uh, regulations in the state, uh, in the country. Uh, you aren't necessarily championing one bill if you're sponsoring all of them. Let's talk about the last bill. This is the most successful cannabis bill ever introduced in Congress in the past 80 years. And it's the Safe Banking Act. And the Safe Banking Act doesn't do what all these other bills we talked about so far does. The Safe Banking Act just talks to a different federal agency and says banking in cannabis-related legitimate businesses defines this new term of art, which other states are adopting as they create their own Safe Banking Acts when they change their laws for adult-use marijuana or for medical marijuana so that those companies can get bank accounts. The Safe Banking Act talks to the federal regulators and says that what they are doing, provided that it complies with the state laws, is not unsafe and unsound banking practices. And that the FinCEN guidance, which is written about for years, are still valid and that's how you're supposed to offer uh, banking services to cannabis-related legitimate businesses. Let's now tally the scoreboard and see which one of all these eight bills wins. So which one of them wins? Quite simply, the Marijuana Justice Act is the best one because it is real legalization and it comes with social justice to fix the problems that were created for the past 80 years that this law was unfairly punishing people. I don't like H.R. 420 because it's got too much tax at the federal level. I don't like the States Act or the Reefer Act because it's got this unconstitutional grant of power to the states so you're going to have some people treated under federal law a different way depending on which state they live in. The SECA Act or the SECA Act, I don't mind that because I kind of like right now how the Department of Justice is defunded from fighting the war on medical marijuana and I think it'd be great if they were defunded from fighting the war on marijuana for any state that has any law regarding marijuana. Careers Act, didn't like it, only for medical. Next Step, it's basically the Marijuana Justice Act, and Next Step might not get reintroduced because of Cory Booker's on both of them. This might be the one he's championing now. But don't forget the Safe Banking Act. The Safe Banking Act is the most likely to get out. It's already come out of committee. It's the most successful cannabis bill ever in Congress in the past 80 years. 
Now, how far will it get? Will the SAFE Banking Act be like the 2018 Farm Bill that included industrial hemp and it's just added to the budget and the fiscal cliff that happens every September 30th? That's when you know the federal government's budget year ends. When the uh, talks about the fiscal cliff come back up, as they do every flipping year, it seems, and they're going to shut down the government, they have their budget that ends on September 30th, and then they have these things called CRs, those are continuing resolutions, to continue to fund out to about December 20th, which is when the Farm Bill was signed in 2018, and that was through some more funding. So maybe the Safe Banking Act that same thing will happen in 2019. We'll wake up in 2020 and it'll be legal to bank cannabis, but it'll still be illegal. Who knows? But I'll tell you one thing. If you subscribe right now, you'll be the first to find out all the cannabis legalization news. Remember, cannabis is not legalized until Lance Glory is free.